The land of Haith is beautiful and bountiful. From the views of the swirling ocean atop the pristine peak, to a lucky glimpse of the fourth moon in a pasture of bumbles, admiration can be found. There is a story on the lips of every small god that spans the land, and a journey in every form of nature. Villages of animal folk scatter the Haithland, connected by roads, seaways, and the occasional hot air balloon passage. Most folk are contempt staying within the comfort of their community, but to some, a journey is bound to call. Mina Leftfoot is a young moth tender, a rabbit with bright eyes and big ideas. Her journey from tower to tower, tending to the moths and delivering letters, will give Mina the chance to see the world and meet all the wonderful folk that make up the hate. Today, we'll hear about one journey in particular. I wonder what is in store. further ado, I'm going to go ahead and read off the handy-dandy quick start guide in the Wander Home book. Again, link in the description. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because we're, I guess, in a hurry to get out of the door, we can use this as a reminder of what to pack and what to do before we hit the road. We've already made sure we have all of the supplies we need to play. We've got our playbooks and everything. The opening paragraph has been read to us at the beginning of the last session, that pre-recorded thing that I did. Hopefully everybody enjoys it. I think it was really fun to read. Uh, The next thing, though, is to go over the tools available to us. Uh, Wander Home is really great with safety tools, uh, not only in the way it sets up the land of Haith, but also by including some journeying tools. Uh, They are things that we can reach to if we are at a loss or feel like we want to interject our voice in a certain way. I won't read through all the paragraphs because that will take a lot of time, but I will touch on all of these so we know they're there and describe a little bit about what they mean. Because player safety is the most important part of the game. Uh, We are not having, we can't have fun if we're not comfortable having fun. (laughs) Uh, So those safety tools are things that we can reach for and say at any point during the game. The first one is, let's do this instead. If you would rather do something other than what it appears we are going to do, you can always say, hey, let's do this instead. Don't need to explain why. You can just switch up where we're going. No problem. You can always ask, do we want to? If you're not ready to switch switch ideas yet, it's always good to, to ask the table, hey, is this something we want to do? Uh, or if you are bringing up an idea, you can say, does that sound interesting to you? In the same vein, you can say, where to next? Or what do you think? Again, asking the table. If you're unsure about where to go, it's always good to ask, hey, where do you want to go next? What do you want to explore? Or if you have an idea, You can always ask, what do you think? Uh, The next one is you can always say, hold on. 
if at any point you feel like you need to take a break, whether that is a prescriptive break like we did before or or just any break in general, uh, feel free to say, hold on, I need to step away or hold on, can we pause the fiction and break down what's happening? Because uh, communication is the key point in these games. Literally kind of the only thing that happens <laughs> in TTRPGs. It's all about communication. <laughs> Or dramatic lack, therefore, of that is purposefully put in by the player. The next one, super important, is just no. At any point, you can just say no. If you don't like something or you don't want to go some way, you don't have to explain. Just say, hey, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, And lastly, walking away. Uh, This is just the open door policy. Um, Sure, it might feel kind of weird on a podcast to include that, but... (laughs) It's still there because it's an important tool. If at any point you need to go, whether it's time constraint or or whatever, I will not be offended. Please step away if you need to. Um, those are the safety tools. I will ask you though, Sage, do you have anything, do you have any comments on these or, or anything else you would like to add? Um, we can always add lines and veils at any point um, other than the ones like set up in the book. If there's anything extra, I do want to give you that space to, to bring it up. Um, no, I'm I'm good. We had a bit of a chat before, so I'm I'm fine with what we've decided. Awesome, totally valid. And then, of course, if anything does come up at any time, feel free to use these safety tools to to communicate that, or just straight up be like, "Hey, can we add this in?" or or shy away from that. Uh, I totally. Will. Totally a valid part of the game. Uh, next, we start chatting about the journey questions. Whoa. We've already talked a little bit about the kind of feel that we want to go for. We're looking at a little more of a pastoral journey that touches into some deeper emotions and focusing on saying goodbyes, perhaps. Um, but before we embark, there are some questions that we have to ask ourselves. The first up has been my favorite so far. Well, I guess these are all kind of my favorite, but one of my favorites so far. What season is it? <laughs> uh, we can we can talk about this as much or as little as you want. Uh, I did briefly give you an overview of what kind of the the months that we have spoken into this world look like. Mm-hmm. Um, let me scroll in the PDF to the actual seasons and, and months so we can get a view of that. Um, and and we can feel free to... Oh, there is a fire truck. Not sure if you can hear it. It's going by because I live right by the fire department. <laughs> okay, it's, it's on its way. Uh, anyway, uh, we can talk as in-depth about these or... As, as shallow depth about these as we want. Um, and we can, we can pick and choose and flip natures on their heads uh, or seasons on their heads as, as we want. You can always have the reverse autumn or reverse spring, however <laughs> we wish. Uh, is there, 
to, to stop me from talking so much now. Is there is there uh, anything in particular that you're feeling drawn to, whether it's a season in the book or just a general vibe? I I um like both probably spring and autumn are my favorite. Um okay. or you know their counterparts uh, mm-hmm. counterparts here. Um you were you were mentioning that you'd gotten to kind of like gatling time. Yeah, so um within um Within the the overarching fiction of the story, the last um, the last session was in the the season of Bre- of breath in the month of Gatling, um, which if that's something if you want to explore Gatling more, that's totally valid. We can we can get in there and explore it more, or if you want to move past Gatling, that is also. Um, very valid Mm -hmm. well my question was because you uh tipped the seasons on their heads and (laughs) kind of had a an early autumn uh would you want to move to firetop next Um, sure or i don't know have you have you done any of the season holidays that they mentioned here um, so we haven't played them out in fall, mm-hmm. but I have every time we have have shifted seasons, um, I have asked my guests to kind of help describe what that holiday looked like. Okay. So for the sun parade, we had a visual of this one town that had this big parade where we saw Mina trying to shuffle through all the people trying to deliver letters in the crowd. <laughs> um for the change from uh, from bright to to breath, we we talked about what the day of song is and how there's a this this celebration of lots of different musical artists trying to to create music with one through line being the the song of the wind that blows through the haith. <laughs> um, so there's like one long tune or something that during this change of the season uh, blows around the, the villages and towns and cities. And oftentimes people will make contests about who can make the best song using that as like a base or, or whatnot, um, which then causes the grasses to start growing very, very tall. <laughs> um, so if you are interested um, in Moving past Gatling and the season of Breath to uh, the season of Silt and Firetop. Um, yeah, how how do you want to go about that? Do you want to do you want to talk about Firetop first, or do you want to maybe get a visual of this the Moon Dance um, celebration at the end of Breath? Yeah, I think maybe. Uh, we could talk about the moon dance first. Okay. Um, then let me find it in the PDF. Um, because uh, 
the PDF adds extra little things to help you develop the seasons more, which is super cool, uh, and develop the the holidays. There's some questions that we can we can add on to. Uh, the moon dance. The last night of breath is the moon dance, when communities gather to dance beneath the light of the moon and welcome silt. I guess to start off with a question, do you think that since we have multiple moons <laughs> of the three that are generally visible from any location, how many moons do you think are in the sky during the moon dance? Ooh. Is it all? Is it none? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They've just left to go for a party, so they're not here. Um, is the moon dance the actual motion of the moons throughout the sky? Ooh. Yeah? Yeah? Um, or or maybe they um, look like they're, they're forming like either a circle like as if they were dancing in a circle or maybe they pair off um like a partner dance okay to interject some some stupid astronomy (laughs) here uh maybe at this like time of the year is when the paths of the moon cross to a portion where where two of the moons begin to orbit each other Okay. Um, so then, like, throughout the night or, or coming up to the, the actual moon dance, they're, like, getting closer and closer. And then we see them rotate around each other throughout that night. So it looks as if the moons themselves are dancing, the, mm-hmm. these two moons in the sky. Yes, um, I like that. And and that's and, and we dance with the moons. Uh, and, and perhaps that means that this, this holiday of moon dance lasts a few days until their orbits uh, separate and they, they, they go back on their way. Yeah, I, I think that's good. Um, and everyone loves a good party anyway, so. Yes. Ah, <laughs> I love this. Moon dance festival. The moons are dancing. Okay, um, then if, if we want to go through this list in, in the book, um, do you want to choose two traditions that this place doesn't engage in? The rest all happen. Uh, I guess that, that goes to say, where do you think we are? Are we together when this moon dance is happening? Or, or have we not met on our journey yet? Or is this where, where the journey, where we meet? are we meeting uh, as the moon dance is happening? Um, I think perhaps we have already met. Okay. Um, but I was thinking actually um, that they do bonfires in this particular area of Heath that we're in. But the, because of what happened to, to the small, gods Mm. they don't particularly like fire so um thyme has decided to like not to watch a little bit further away um because like slowly maybe like a year has passed since this has happened at least and so the first time it was really scary 
mm-hmm. to see a big flame again. Uh, and now they've like started to move closer. Um, so maybe Mina could be helping uh, to comfort all the the small gods. Yeah. Uh, I like the image of maybe at first Mina is like dancing in this this bonfire around around this bonfire with others, but then sees sees time over, kind of just watching and and not trying to get close. So so Mina would come and sit down next to them, and lay on her back and like look up at the sky and says, "Do do you want to watch the moons dancing with me? We can just hear everyone else in the background." Um, yeah, I think time would really like that. Um, yeah, um, they'll lay out the, the cloak so that it's a little bit comfier to, to lie down. Um, and we can look at the moon. Yeah, I like that. And, uh, I guess a second one of these that I want to just evoke the image of is a quiet and caring ballet. And I think that specifically is the moons, uh, watching them dance. So mm-hmm. as we're kind of absorbed and watching them slowly rotate around each other, maybe pointing out constellations or the lack, therefore, of uh, the, the background noise of everyone else around the fire starts to fade. And, and we, just, we just see this, this quiet and caring ballet of the moons as, yeah. as we lay looking up at the sky. That sounds perfect. All right. Um, do you want to go through the other things that can happen during the moon dance, or do you want to just leave it at that image for now before pressing on towards fire top and describing what that means? Yeah, I think that's good. Um, obviously, there's stuff like everyone staying up until the sun rises. I think that's kind of a given. Yeah. Um, things like that yeah all right okay then let's talk about firetop uh, firetop is the center of silt when the trees are so bright and red you'd be f- forgiven for assuming the forest itself was on fire now this is interesting uh i think we can work work around this in a little bit considering we already have the image of the trees normally looking like they're on fire i guess mm-hmm. or, or that just those those bright reds that ripple through during during bloom meadow and reaching into those summer like seasons do you do you have a potential idea for what fire top means in this world where seasons are <laughs> turned on its head <laughs> well what if the the color of the leaves still changes but it goes the other way Okay, like to the greens and whatnot? Yeah, so maybe it's like a greenish or even bluish flame. Um, Ooh. Uh, yeah, and so that's how you, you tell the difference of the seasons. Um, do do they still fall off eventually? Um, what if they just what if instead of like um falling to the ground they um they become ash and float into the 
into the sky. Ooh, that's really cool. The leaves become ash and float into the sky. I had, when, when thinking about this myself before, I had the potential thought of since since the big thing during gatling is like weaving the tall grass into baskets that continually grow mm-hmm. i feel like maybe sometimes or at least some places during firetop those baskets have grown tall enough to kind of strip the leaves off the trees mm. and like collect them in the grass basket almost as like an offering up towards the sky that sounds awesome um do the leaves change color and do the the whole blue flame thing in the basket as well do you think or huh that's interesting do we want i'm totally down saying that they also do that in there but do we potentially want to make the ones that by chance have gotten stripped into the basket stay maybe they're preserved in some way yeah or or do we want them to also just have been this ashen offering. I think maybe it would be interesting if they stopped uh, progressing. Um, okay. So then maybe like as the grass begins to die, we see people kind of like harvesting their baskets and, and collecting the preserved like bluish leaves. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Maybe that will be later in the season, but at least we have that image of them starting to do that. Yeah. I wonder if... uh, Do these leaves have heat? Oh. I love that. (laughs) That is so cool. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They have, like, a residual warmth or something. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe... people collect them, like, as, like, hand warmers? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Okay. You have the best ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's from playing so many RPGs. (laughs) It all comes together, though. It works. Uh, Okay, then I think we have a good visual for for our our month and our season right now. Uh, Are there any additional things from... uh, the PDF that you would like to add to Firetop. Uh, we can choose one that the place lacks if we want. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think maybe... Maybe the fact that these leaves still have some warmth... Um, means that the the evening air is still isn't as crisp as maybe like the autumn in Ooh, yeah. in our world so maybe wherever these these leaves have been like captured there's still a, <laughs> they're almost like space heaters <laughs> maybe yeah. oh my gosh maybe little like outdoor restaurants pop up around them. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> To, to use them as that uh, I love that um, and then do we want to pick a few signs of the month that are found in this place 
Yeah. Um, I, definitely, I definitely like the mold cider. I think that goes with our little restaurant vibe. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Outdoor uh, restaurant with the heating and, and the cider. Uh-huh. Uh, I love a good mold cider. Um, yeah, maybe also... I like the I like the one that says teens engaged in secret mischief. <laughs> yes. Do we know? Well, I guess we don't know because it's a secret. Uh, what yeah. that mischief is, uh, <laughs> we just see them off. Maybe they're like grabbing cups of mulled cider from the restaurant when nobody's looking. Oh, sneaky! <laughs> or just like sitting. Maybe they're in a tree, a tree house that they built, planning, collecting the leaves of some sort. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, and then, you yeah, know, I like gourds of various sizes. That can be around the area. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Every now definitely. and then, maybe we trip on a gourd. <laughs> All right. Any last thing you want the season to have? Or um, are we good with what we've chosen? Yeah, I think maybe just the plumes of smoke um, mm. from, like, the tr- the leaves that are... Um, yes, the ones that are like turning to ash. Uh huh. I wonder yes. if maybe like the different trees have different smelling smoke. That would be so cool. Yes, I think that definitely is true. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and people like go around trying to like smell what tree is where to find it. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. All right. So those are ideas we can bring to our mind or or dip our paintbrush in whenever we want to describe something as as the season that we are in and the place we are. Um, Do you have an idea for what sort of place we just traveled from? Uh, It could be that that place with the moon dance. Um, It could just be some random field. I guess, what is behind us as we press forward on our journey today? Um, maybe it's just like more of a feeling of, you know, things like the, the moon dance happening and the year coming to a close. I know it's still autumn, but like, you know, you start feeling that change Um maybe there's a sense of like melancholy maybe or um that that's behind us and we're just you know moving forward because it's better than kind of like lingering in the place we were before yeah so maybe that that um night looking at the moon dances was just like oh man the year is year is almost almost the last months but we're leaving that behind us because we want to explore the current months yeah and and what's ahead i like that so that's also a constant kind of tension in the background of what we're (laughs) leaving behind uh do we feel our journey has been long this can either be literal or metaphorical or or this personal journey or the total journey of life um, I don't know what you thought, but maybe um the feeling of the their shared journey isn't necessarily that long. 
Mm. But like separately, they've come a long way. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's this. Maybe individually, we feel like we have a long journey, which kind of bleeds over into our current journey because we like to share our stories.、Mm-hmm. So maybe there's like nights of us like sitting in our camp, just like talking about the places we've been. Yeah. All right. Trying to get our long stories into this small journey. <laughs> Well, you gotta entertain the small gods somehow. You know, they oh they, yeah, they demand nighttime like bedtime stories. <laughs> bedtime stories. <laughs> Tell us the one about the bread. <laughs> okay, journey is long, full of stories, but we share them in our time together. Okay. Is there somewhere we hope to go? I guess once again, this is bringing up that wish about any particular thing that that you want to see, or even in terms of character, metaphorically or physically, is there a specific place that you want to see?、Mm, perhaps the place that、um, Thaim is traveling to. Is like a like a sanctuary for caretakers who want to like keep their small gods warm during the the harshest winter months. Ooh. Um. But、uh, because Thaim knows that they'll be cooped up later on, they want to. You know, see as much as possible up until、mm-hmm. that point to kind of like keep them going through the winter,、uh, and maybe like gathering、um, resources and things to take with them. Yeah, so gathering resources and stories to help them get through the winter as we bring them to their winter home,、mm-hmm. and maybe like. You know, finding any last strug- like strugglers before.、Yeah. Okay.、Um, and then the last one、uh, is: Will I someday find a home? Or in the in the PDF, I think it changes to: Where is my home? We can answer this silently or out loud.、Uh, It says to answer silently in our head, but that is, you know, great podcast, <laughs> great for a podcast.、Uh, either way, you can answer it silently or not. Does Mina know? That is a good question. I think that, and this this has been kind of what's been guiding me in like her overarching journey because her big thing is trying to get back, or does she even want to get back home、mm-hmm. yet? Um, and I think that yes, she feels that someday she will find a home, but right now she is a little unclear about what that home is, and I think that's that secret that that、uh, that time time found out.、Uh, Mina is unsure if she wants to go back where 
since she's had this journey. <laughs> she's unsure yet. So she doesn't know where her home is, but she knows she will someday find it. Yeah, I think uh, in terms of time, um, they are so focused on kind of making it right, you know, for all these small creatures. Um, they haven't really thought about what what happens after that. Mm-hmm. They kind of be too wrapped up in this thing they're doing. Um, they probably have like a home that they came from, you know, but it's whether they'll go back to it and do something else or whether they'll keep being a caretaker is kind of up in the air, I think. All right. I like that. Okay. And then I think we are finally ready to embark. And how would you like to go about this? Do you want to... uh, We've taken our first steps. Do you want to fully build the first place we go to by looking through the natures? Or or do you want to... um, go one by one and pick one? Would you like to randomize the natures that we're going into? Or or pick ones that jump out at you? Um, um, I'm always up for rolling dice for things like that, but it's oh, right. up to you. Yeah, let's, let's get some rolling out. Uh, we at least can each randomly roll one and then decide on a third one together if we find something feels right Um, as a reference just for like the past episodes we've sort of um, only had about enough time to go through this first place Um, so we've like touched on each nature and and had some scenes within them Um, we can go at that speed if you want or if you want we can go faster to to find new places Um, but We'll at least get a few scenes within within this first place. Okay. And once again, our natures can be as literal or as figurative as we want. Uh, the place that we are doesn't have to literally be a bridge. If we're if we have a bridge, it could just figuratively be linking two places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why don't we each roll a d three or like a, a d six and divide it by two or something um, and then a regular d6 to to see which natures we have yeah sure um i i don't have a d3 but i can roll a d6 it's totally valid i always forget that it's not technically a real dice most of the time <laughs> yeah um oh so I got the two, so that's a one. Um, and then a three. Okay. So, comfortable market. Ooh, and I rolled a three and a six for a tower. So, so far we have the natures of market and tower. Um, do you want to go ahead and read the market? first yeah and then i can read the tower we don't have to to select everything yet but 
if you want to just read its little tagline and then the things that the police can always do. Mm-hmm. That can maybe help us choose the third one or we can just decide to roll it. <laughs> yeah, so um, a market is a place where near anything can be bought and sold and where people from across the heath gather with supplies to trade. This place can always describe what you can find here, show someone taking something, offer someone something they want at an affordable price, give them a token if they refuse the offer. Ooh, interesting. Lots of items, it seems. Yeah. Uh, Whether that is a literal market or a figurative market, (laughs) we we shall see. Um, Kind of sounds perfect for um, that whole idea of gathering things for the winter. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's perfect. It's like it knew. (laughs) And then I rolled the tower. Let me read that real quick. Uh, A tower is anywhere that reaches so high up to the sky that it feels like it scrapes against the clouds. Uh, This place can always describe something very small and far away, spread concern about structural stability, (laughs) uh, and make someone dizzy or disoriented and give them a token. That's interesting. Um, Do we think there literally is a tower here? Or or do you think being in this market can somehow um, somehow make us feel like it's scraping the clouds or, or, or that things are far away? Oh. Mm. There I guess there's the potential that the figurative tower is like all of the tall grass baskets surrounding us. They're kind of reaching into the sky and scraping the clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could literally just be a tower that, that maybe the market is a tower and like in the <laughs> tower, multiple floors. Oh, um, I was also maybe considering like a silo, you know, where everyone oh. is putting the harvest in. I totally forgot those were a thing. Yeah, there could totally <laughs> there could totally be like a a grain or 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 some sort of silo that people are storing things for the winter in, um, and that is the literal tower. Um, and perhaps this market has wares from like all over. So mm-hmm. within having these like things that we maybe have never seen before is describing something very small and far away. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that. Uh, we have this grain tower or silo tower and the market. Uh, of these uh, natures here, is there a third one that is reaching out to you in particular? Or do you want to randomize it? We can also, if you wish, um, choose from the... Um, the more darker natures in the PDF in the, in the full book, uh, if that's something you want to reach for. Um, Let's see. There's a few more choices in the, in the book, isn't there? I think so. So yeah, these, these 18 are also in the book. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all for those specific, like three sets of natures. But there are, I think, two other categories yeah. as well. 
Oh, um, looks like maybe there's three. three oh, more? yeah, there are three. Yeah, the, the sprawling natures, the lonely natures, or the desolate natures. Um, they are, I think, more darker in tone. Um, so we do not have to include them if we do not want to. Mm-hmm. But if there's any of those that speak to you. Um, I don't know whether you want to maybe have like a, there's one called the Maelstrom. Ooh. Uh, I was wondering whether that's like in the distance when we first start uh-huh. uh, and maybe that's like coming closer. Uh-huh. That is interesting. I like that. Uh, is it something that we know or is it something that um, that that is mysterious to us? Maybe it's not necessarily something we've noticed, but your moth and my small gods have, um, mm. and they're feeling a bit uneasy. And okay. We don't really know why to begin with. I like that. Then, yeah, let's go with that. Why don't you go ahead and read, read the maelstrom off and... and what it means and the things it can do. Yeah, so a maelstrom is a great and chaotic storm full of winds and terrifying forces. This place can always describe the storm that threatens us, smash something against the rocks, rip something away from someone and give them a token. Um, wow. Very, yeah. uh, very deep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I was just thinking while reading that it doesn't necessarily have to be like a, you know, meteorological maelstrom. Mm -hmm. It could be feelings or it could be a different event or magic or... (laughs) Huh. Could be magical. Maybe, ooh, so, so you said that like the moths and, and, and the small gods are the things that notice it first. Maybe we can't actually see it. Ooh, okay. Um, and it's, or maybe maybe we have that feeling, like we know something's going on. Or like the change in the air pressure. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but we can't see the maelstrom, but, but the feeling of it being there is like pressing on... Um, pressing on the the small creatures we have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do we... We're... I'm thinking about this invisible store. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do we have a name for this place at the moment? Totally fine if we don't, but this market that we're in... Um, is the, is there a name for this location? We've we've just come from this moon dance and, and leaving behind this feeling of the seasons changing, uh, and we've we've wandered into this market. Hmm. Let's see, 
Let me look up random location <laughs> generator. And then also a market <laughs> generator. Let's see if if that helps. Uh, let's see. Place name generator. Let's see. Generate names. Or gate. <laughs> Wheatfield. Ostview. Violet Borough. Oh, these are interesting. White Marsh. Let me look at these market names. Uh, do you think this market is a seasonal thing or do you think it's something that's here all year round or hmm i like i like the idea that it's seasonal maybe um maybe the main thing in this area is that silo um in the market kind of like sets up near it because that's like the place for storage or or a place where people have stored things that they can then bring out to to sell mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of stalls that are like put up put up quickly um, this random market generator that I that I drew up uh, gave me uh, sweet farms fresh finds <laughs> um, the common market, market town, fair farms, uh, country like market, supermarkets. supermarket. I like that. <laughs> is is this is this just the supermarket? Yeah, this is the the first ever supermarket in the heath. <laughs> the 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 one and only original yearly supermarket. <laughs> the supermarket. I like that. Is it all one word or is it like an emphasis on super? Um I think maybe it's all in one. They're classy like that. <laughs> yeah. We are the supermarket. All right. Uh, okay, now we can uh, see. Is there any particularly any particular one of these natures that you want to explore first visually, or do we want to build all of them out right now um, so we can draw from all the different things? Um. Maybe we can start with the market and see what goes from there. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have uh, then then going to the market? Then we we saw what the place can always do. Do you have an idea from for some aesthetic elements? Choosing two from that list. Uh. I love how the first one says show-stopping livestock. It's not just <laughs> livestock, it's show-stopping. <laughs> um, um, have you encountered any merchants or any farmers on like up to now? Uh, not explicitly, but I definitely think that uh, I could have because 
None of the guests explicitly have been, but there's times that Mina's been journeying in between each person we've seen. So Mm -hmm. I definitely think that she could have met somebody along the way. Because I think maybe um, a familiar, friendly merchant would be fun. Uh, Ooh, okay. I like that. We can build up a kith for them. Yeah. Um... And then I think maybe I like the idea that the smells from the markets kind of mix with the smells from the leaves of the the, the plants around us. That's really cool. So distant smells from both the market and the leaves. Okay. Um, do you want to choose a folklore for this place at the moment or, or leave it kind of in a mystery? Um, let's leave it a mystery and maybe someone can tell us about it later on if, if it comes up. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Um, those are so cool. Okay. Um, then... Let's see. Really quickly, I'll build the tower. Um, I'll go through that, and then we can build our kith and maybe roll into a scene of this this friendly merchant that we've seen. Uh, so we've seen the things the cat that we've seen the things that the tower can always do. Uh, so two aesthetic elements. I think there is. Uh, roosting moths in the rafters. I like that. <laughs> this large silo that we've seen. Uh, we can see some like nests that moths have made. Uh, perhaps this this silo itself is a moth tower. <laughs> um, uh, we we've gone through and said that many different moth towers throughout throughout the land all could look different. Uh, they don't all have to be one just straight up tower. So perhaps there are some other moth tenders here. Yeah. Um, and I think there is not enough space for everything packed in because <laughs> this is the time of this market and it's the supermarket. Uh, we got to get everything. So it's just stuffed <laughs> full of whatever we want, grain, uh, baked bread, uh, other various food items or non-food items uh, where people can just go grab stuff to sell at the market. Um, Maybe some letters here and there. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And yeah, I think that's good for now. Perhaps the perhaps even the maelstrom is the folklore of, of this place as a whole. Who knows? Mm. Uh, but with that done. Uh, let's build let's build that kith. Are you are you good with that? Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Let me double check what they are, and then we can actually get some interaction with them. We can roll into fish. <laughs> <laughs> A familiar friendly merchant. Okay. We are building a kith. There, when building a kith, there's some things that we start with. First off is a name and some pronouns. Uh, do you have an idea for a name, or would you like me to to 
select one? Um, yes. Maybe go ahead and select one. And okay. One day yes. I aim to play a TRPG where I don't have <laughs> to come up with 3,000 names. Totally valid. I understand the pressure on that, and I do not want to inflict that on you if you do not wish. Uh, let's see. I'm looking around my room, and I see a spray bottle. Um, so let's say this person's name is Spray. There's a zooming car outside, so let's <laughs> say their name is Safina, S-A-P-H-I-N-A. Okay. Uh, Safina Motor, because <laughs> <laughs> there was a motor zooming outside. Um, and for pronouns, I'm thinking... Uh, Hmm. Let's go with let's go with he him for Safina. And description and relationship. I know we already said that perhaps this is a merchant that I've met before. Mm-hmm. Are you still good with that or is there another yeah. description and relationship you want? Cuz um each kith generally has a relationship to another character. Yeah, I'm good with that. So, friendly merchant who has met Mina before. Uh, I totally skipped over this animal form uh, or oh. species of bug or godly manifestation. Uh, let's. <laughs> Do you have an idea for an animal off the top of your head? Or should I roll to my random animal generator? <laughs> wow, well, you're prepared, aren't you? <laughs> um, it, it's been open. <laughs> I like frogs. Oh, okay. A frog. Uh, let me go back to the PDF. Okay. Frog. So, Safina Motor, the frog merchant, uh, he has met Mina before. Uh, what is a single detail about him? An occupation, a quirky trait, an interest? Uh, we already know that he's a merchant. Is it perhaps a specific type of wear that he has, or, or the way that he sells? Um... I wonder if maybe uh, he has a a way of speaking that sounds a bit like the exhaust pipe, like sound of like uh, an old timey motorbike or something. Obviously, like in <laughs> Heath, that doesn't exist, but for for us players, yeah. Uh, so so know, he's like got a pop- like a <laughs> yeah. A motor-like, vo- motor-like voice, <laughs> voice, uh, deep and rumbly, and and maybe a lot of plosives. Yeah. 
which uh, I will try to prevent in the podcasting media whenever we portray uh, a frog full of plosives. <laughs> okay, and then two traits. Are there any of these these traits that are that are speaking to you from this from these six categories? Or if you would like to dip into the trauma traits, we can. Uh, we don't have to. I would say maybe if we do only one trauma trait, um, I don't uh-huh. want to get too deep into them. Well, it or does we can say we can randomize it on a on a. Oh, that's true. Friendly, is that? specifically one of them i don't oh yeah it is a social trait the friendly trait choose one to two that they can always do Ooh. i like introduce someone to an old friend of yours that's interesting mm-hmm. uh, per- <laughs> uh, i think i have an <laughs> i have an idea for that um is there is there another one of these two that you that you like? Either start up a conversation with someone else or get really attached to an inanimate object? Um, what if they were like super attached to the things they were selling? Oh. And makes it like, hard to sell them? Yeah, and they're like, I just wanna make sure it's going to a good home. Mm-hmm. You know, like this I don't know, pumpkin or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Also makes it maybe easier to uh, up the price on. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is a sentimental item. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I like that. Cool. Uh, uh, would you like to randomize the other tree, or is there another one that is speaking to you particularly? Um. Well, you said you had an idea for introduce someone to an old friend of yours, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I meant uh, overall, like the the, the traits, uh, not necessarily specific friendly ones. Uh, Uh But yeah, maybe that one. There's a second. Uh, Let's see. Let me just roll on this two d six. See what we get. A four and a six. Venerable. Interesting. Might get a little magical here. (laughs) A friendly and venerable merchant. Uh, Offer something that hasn't been seen in a very long time? Interesting. (laughs) Tell someone how they will repeat the mistakes of the past? Oh my gosh, if they want to prove you wrong, they have to spend a token? (laughs) Wow. Oh gosh, okay. Okay. Okay, Safina's getting deep. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's let's go with those. <laughs> I guess the friendly but venerable merchant. Safina's eyes suddenly go glowing white. <laughs> you know. Oh no. Okay. Um so the friendly one is introduced to an old friend hey it might be you know the maelstrom kind of triggers something through Safina and it speaks through the frog 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, and get really attached, right? That was the other one. And then venerable is what? What did I say? Offer something that hasn't been seen in a long time. That fits with the getting really attached. <laughs> <laughs> and um, tell someone how they will repeat a mistake of the past. And what do they have to do? You have to spend a token if you're going to prove them wrong. Okay. All right. We have our kith then. We have the supermarket set up. Um. For for playing playing this, both the the locations and the the kith, um, we can either take turns doing it or just like whenever feels natural, um, jump in and and add to it. Um, to get us started, I do have an idea for how um, how we can introduce Safina at the market and, and get us in. Um, but I would also like to remind you that you can always uh, do things to gain tokens. <laughs> mm -hmm. So if there's a point within this first scene that you want to do one of those things, uh, we can gain some tokens to help us uh, explore the world. Um... Okay, so without without much further ado, I, I think we can we can jump into this into this scene. We have uh, let's see, we have the market around us. We we have the smells drifting through the air, mixed with maybe some delicious food and uh, a very particular scent of a tree, some strong bark scent, um, and Mina is is shifting through some. I guess plates on a table. When out from behind the stall, this this frog comes striding on up, and uh, we we hear, "Mina, is that you? Oh my gosh, it's been so long since I've seen you." Also, sorry if this voice is off. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. And and I think he like. He, he pats Mina, tries to pat her on the shoulder, but I think he's kind of smaller, so pats her, like, <laughs> on the back and goes, How have you been? It's, uh, it's been a while. Uh, and I think he turns to you, <laughs> mm -hmm. because you're also there, um, and just says, I, I don't know you yet, but have you met my friend Mina? Uh, she's on this journey around around the Haith. You've got to hear all her stories. So many places, so many letters. Uh, how how are you? Would you like to buy something? I've got lots of wares here. Uh, they're often hard for me to get rid of, but I could part with them for the right price. <laughs> Hi. Um, yes, um, I've been actually traveling with Mina for this Last little while. I'm fine. Oh, well, looks like you didn't need my introduction at all. Nice to meet you, Thyme. Uh, can I interest you perhaps in this very special 
hair clip. And he, like, pulls out what looks like a little stick. Um, but it, like, opens and closes as, like, a hair clip. Uh, some say that this used to belong to some of the many small and forgotten gods. It's very special. I've kept it with me to keep me safe all these times, but I could give it to you if the price is right. Um, is this perhaps totally up to you, but does this perhaps look very similar to one of the small sapling gods you have? <gasps> but like in a good way or in a bad way? <laughs> in, in a good way where like this is one of them. Um, that 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 has been lost and revealed, oh. but in the sad way that it was separated from its family uh-huh. and used as, as a hair clip by this man. Well, <laughs> I I have a thing uh, that I can always do called notice the little friend everyone else overlooked. Oh, okay. So maybe um, Safina does think that this is a just a hair clip. But um, on closer inspection, Thyme realizes that it's actually a small and forgotten god. And they're thinking, like, should I tell them or will that make the price even higher? (laughs) (laughs) At at the moment, as you're, like, inspecting and and thinking about it, he turns to Mina and says, what about you? I could give you the good friend discount. Uh, Just the grand price of one price that the person speaking this right now can't think of because we haven't talked about money yet. Isn't that a great deal? <laughs> All right. I'm, I mean, I mean, sometimes I forget that I can, I can take on multiple different characters. Um, and I think she's just like, huh, potentially that could be good. Hair clips are necessary for uh, whenever I wake up in the morning, get some bed head. And she like pulls off her cap and like rustles the top of her hair and puts it okay. back on. Huh. And like is fidgeting with some paper in her pocket. I don't know though. Uh, it looks like, looks like time over there is, is, is interested. Uh, She's been looking at it very intently. What do you What do you think, Time? What, what about this? What about this clip is so interesting? Well, I, uh, I, I'm going to have to be honest, uh, Mister Merchant, who hasn't named himself yet. Uh, Oh, ah, uh, my name is Safina. It is nice to meet you. Safina Motor at your service. Lovely to meet you too. Uh, Mr. Motor, I believe this hair clip of yours may not be what you think it is. What? What could it possibly be then? And he like looks at it and like puts it close to his eye. (laughs) Ah, um... May I uh, show you? Um, mm. And Thyme will hold out a hand. He gently places it 
as long as you uh, promise to return it or purchase it. Those are my <laughs> only options, you see. Um, I put the hair clip... I, I swing my bag around uh, and whisper to the pocket where I know the other saplings are. Um, and coax them out um, to of the bag to show Safina. Are they covered uh, in stickers and stamps still for me? <laughs> yes, we we haven't been able to take them off. Uh, like to hold on to them. They just like them so much that um, they've actually started um, taking our pens and like drawing onto each other's stamps. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I say, please observe. Uh, do you see any similarities? I think Safina has crouched at this time, gotten close to them, and is just intentively watching, going, hmm, yes, hmm, I see. Interesting. Well, it seems I was mistaken all along. And, like, looks at the the hair clip in quotes. <laughs> Are you a god? Uh, and at that point, does one of the little saplings just, like, put a sticker on it? And then it, it starts moving. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think as soon as the sticker gets on the, the hair clip, it, like, unfurls <laughs> back into stick shape. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, okay thinking of some intense things that could happen right now because as that is happening I think that um, a wind blows through mm-hmm. and all of the saplings have kind of retreated back into their pocket real quick. But this one gets caught, this new hair clip one gets caught and starts to get dragged away by the wind. As I am doing something a maelstrom can always do and rip something away from someone and give them a token. So you can go ahead and take a token as this tiny little clippy, we'll call him clippy, God, starts to get swept away by these winds. And we see uh, Safina blink his eyes and just like look and just say, oh no, you have, feel free, we can rewind this if it's too too dark, um, because he's saying, you have you have let one out of your care, and it is it is fleeing. Um, hold on, let me look at what he can say exactly. Traits. Um, it seems that you have you have let some go before. If you do not catch up, it will be lost. Oh no. Um. I um, I 
glance, well, Thyme glances at Safina, um, because one of the things you can do is say something in silence better than words can, where she just gives him a look like, you know, I, I know what I've done in the past, uh, but I'm not going to let it happen again. And and I will swiftly use that token that I just got <laughs> to try and catch this uh, clippy. Okay. Does it work? Well, I hope so. But um, I mean, it, it's totally up to you on how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at the other um, location things. Mm-hmm. I was thinking uh, maybe it like flies Clippy flies off somewhere and then one of those um, teenagers that we talked about earlier who are up to some secret mischief mm. maybe um, they as part of the market uh, and what they can always do uh, show someone taking something they just uh, reach out and grab Clippy out of the air um, and just like they clip their hair back and run off into into one of the side alleys or something. Oh no! We see Mino reaching out her hand going, Clippy! Clippy! Uh, oh gosh. I think then uh, Safina looks at you, uh, Time, and he says, No price is needed anymore. You rescue that god, and it is yours. Uh, I'll give him a, a solemn nod um, and then motion to Mina to, to come with me as we as I run after the child. Yeah, and, and Mina starts to go, um, and uh, I think Safina grabs her arm as well and says um, something else about a past mistake that she might be destined to repeat. Um, gosh, but what is it? Um... I think he just says, the more often you forget, the closer to lost your friend will be. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) And Mina doesn't process that yet. Um, She just kind of like says, okay, Safina, it was great to see you. I got to go help. I gotta go help time and like runs off and uh-huh. and as she's jogging up to catch you it kind of sets in and she just like ponders it for a second um it's also important to note that i don't have any tokens yet to spend to to prove that i will not repeat that um, so sad sad face so sad. <laughs> it's okay, okay. We'll, we'll do it later <laughs> Yes, later, later comes later. Um, 
okay, what, how are you feeling? What do you, what do you think you want to do next? Um, we're pursuing um, this person at the moment. Mm-hmm. Is that something you want to continue playing out and seeing where it leads or, or push past that or accept, <laughs> accept that, that it's gone? Um, I think maybe we're running through this town and the other sapling gods have climbed onto my head and are like holding on to the the, the hairs on, on my head, kind of like spurring me forward in mm. their tiny sapling voices, like, yeah, run! you know, um, and uh, at that moment, uh, I stop suddenly and go, uh, hush, can you hear that? Um, which, if you try your best to hear, you can get a token for. I think then Mina, like, stops comically almost bumping <laughs> into you um, <laughs> and crouches down and, like, intently moves forward and takes off her hat and, like, pushes her ears up to to try and hear just going what hmm what am i supposed to be listening for i think i think there's something in the air i think these teenagers they're they're getting riled up by something that's something that's coming hmm <sighs> I think I hear it now, like slight whispers, but I can't hear what they're saying. Hmm. It sounds like the grass is angry. <laughs> yes, I I think perhaps, perhaps um, one of the trees, um, something happened to it. And the the smoke that is coming from it isn't isn't good for for the area. Mm. How are we supposed to to help then? How are we supposed to stop whatever's coming? Mm, I guess I guess we either find the try and find the teenagers. Um, and maybe they'll lead us to it, or we ask around to see if anyone knows of things that have happened in the area. Do you think the market will be safe? Hmm. I I think. And we this need is to... me asking out of question. <laughs> if 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 we think that um, not dealing with this will destroy the market in any way. You can answer it in in character if if you wish to. I think maybe if it if it's not like contained, it might jeopardize the the silo and all the things people have collected so far. Should we try and evacuate? The market, then? Should we tell them what's coming? I don't 
know. Um, would they would they believe us? Safina seemed to think that there was something real going on. Maybe he could help. Yeah. I don't um, know. Uh, I mean, it's it's worth giving a try, right? Uh, okay, then I guess this is also out of character asking now because potentials that I'm seeing um, and we don't have to make these potential like um, uh, gosh, what's the word? Like definites. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we choose to, I guess what I'm, what I'm saying, if we choose one or the other to go after the, the team that has Clippy or to help evacuate the town, does uh-huh. the other slip from our grasp? Um, it's totally, if, if that's not something we want to do, then we don't have to. We can also potentially, um, it, it could be something where we, we get the teen and then the teen helps us evacuate as well. Yeah, I think potentially if, like, narratively we can get to solving the situation first. Maybe we can stop it from affecting the market mm-hmm. uh, altogether, and then the teenagers will go back to normal, in a sense. Yeah, okay. So then then maybe Mina says something along the lines of, like, it seemed it seemed like Safina knew something was going on. Um, if, if the town needs to evacuate, I think... I think he'll know. Um, but let's see if we can find that teen and see what's happening. We gotta get Clippy back. Yes. Clippy, number one <laughs> important. <laughs> number one small god important. Always yep. there to help you with your with your resume. <laughs> <laughs> A really sassy Clippy. Um... Okay. All right. How do we want to go about um, doing that? Let me see. Because I could potentially spend my token to uh, to find, I think, um, to find where this team is. Um... Or, or do we want to just um, see where they ran off to and, and just know where they are? I guess asking, where do you think we find them? Um, yeah, well, I think maybe, maybe they've, maybe they formed a, a tree house um, in this tree but they accidentally hurt it uh, oh. while making the treehouse. Okay, so we've we've come to this tree that has a treehouse kind of like built in, like the platform on there. Um, have we found that because of a, the distinct smell? It's like something different than everything else. The tree smells like not like any other tree we've smelled before. Mm, yeah, I like that. Okay. How do we how do we know that the tree itself is hurting? Um, is this something that that you can know from your 
your gods? Or is it something that, ooh, maybe that's why the teen took Clippy. Maybe they know that the tree is hurting itself and tried to get a god to help. Mm, okay. Um, is that something that that you're interested in, or or do you have a different idea of how we know that it's hurting? Yeah, maybe. Uh, oh, what if um, because of that sticker we put on Clippy, um, the sprout, uh, the sapling gods have a vague idea of where Clippy is. Yeah. Um, and the teenagers have taken Clippy. Um, to 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 see if um, Clippy can help with the tree. Um, okay. Yeah. Um. Then. Um. Uh, let's see. I think I want to do something to gain a token. Um. Okay, I'm going to um, I'm going to give someone something I hold dear, uh, and I am going to hand my my lunar calendar, the one that's that's all tattered from basically me self soothing <laughs> with it to uh-huh. that reminds me of Elicor, my friend. I'm going to give that to the small sapling gods who are kind <gasps> of like in in this panic about Clippy and say. Here, um, I know it doesn't look like much, but we will find Clippy. This, this helps me calm down when I need it. I hope it can help you. Um, and I hand it off to them, and I guess they're kind of sticking it to them with their stickers as well. <laughs> but um, maybe it tears apart a little bit, so they all have a little bit on it, on them. Oh, no. And then and then Mina pushes forward to to the treehouse and I guess knocks on the tree and says, Hey, we need to talk to you about something. Uh, how is how is uh how is Thyme reacting to that? <laughs> Thyme is um like super thankful to Mina for taking the lead because they um they're struggling a little bit with the, you know, uh, the similarities to how these gods were lost in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think on the way there, maybe Thyme has revealed to Mina that um, a little bit about what happened at the temple. Mm. Uh you know, and why why uh they've been collecting gods in the first place and how 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 this is th- this can't go wrong because, you know, it, it went wrong the first time. Um, uh, I think um, to that was, Mina says, You're not alone this time. We can do it. Um Thaim will like squeeze Mina's arm like to say thank you and And Mina goes back to pounding on the tree get down (laughs) here Uh, 
and I think I might take a token for speaking my true feelings on the subject. Yes, do it. Get them tokens. <laughs> do do the teens answer at all to to our our call? How many of them are there actually? Um, I'm imagining at least two or three. Okay. Uh, I feel like three is a good size for like a small little group. Uh huh. Um. Is... So each god has things they can do as well. Oh yes. What if Dorset, the god of tiny melodies? What if they, because they're dramatic and glamorous, what if they started like a a ruckus outside, kind of try and get them to come out? Yes. Okay. What is what is Dulcet doing? What's what's this ruckus sound like or look like? So, um, with the dramatic thing, um, they uh, no actually with the glamorous thing, they have a thing called tell someone to look at you. If they want to look away, they're going to need to spend a token. Ooh. Um, and the dramatic part they can put on a big show uh, with heightened emotions and histrionics so this is a full on you know uh, <sighs> one moment crying and one moment shouting and almost uh, like a singing version of like uh, an angry letter oh. uh, are, are all of the small gods like putting on a play <laughs> Yeah, all the other ones, some of them aren't as, like, talented in terms of music as the others, so they're, mm-hmm. like, just cheering on the others as they, they all just try and make as much noise as possible, like, give our friend back! Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, how do, oh gosh, how do the teens react to this? Um, I think one... Um, pokes their head out let me go back to my animal generator and see what we got uh they're they're a moose um, <laughs> they're a little moose teen and they see this performance and they go oh no um it looks it looks like the storm is really starting it's really hitting we have to hurry up we need to we need to fix it um and they like or calling back to their their friends inside the treehouse, but but they are they can't look away from this performance. <laughs> They're like, it looks like the there's some really angry gods out here. We need to we need to fix it. We need to stop it. Um, <laughs> do you <laughs> what what do you think about that? Do you have any response in there as any of the other teams <laughs> or <laughs> Or, or uh, what's what's happening with that? Um, let's see. What does the maelstrom do? They can. I think at that moment, um, the maelstrom uh, grows a little more visible. Ooh. Um, and the uh, the the ashes from the these leaves that because of the the emotions of the tree have turned more of like a purple in like almost anger and there's just like ash just swirling around it 
complaining about the the breach of privacy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, how dare you? You know, just come in here and build a thing on top of me uh, without asking. Yeah. Um. And I think Thyme gets an idea, but she doesn't know whether she's ready to to really suggest it. So she put she puts down her backpack with the gods doing their thing, and then pulls Mina aside uh, and says I I think perhaps if we if uh, if we let the other sapling gods join Clippy to live on this tree maybe that will help balance things out hmm. uh, if they manage to make some sort of deal with the tree for it to be both their living space but i i don't i don't know if i if i'm ready to to let them go hmm that's that might that might work i i don't know either but if if you're not ready, we can think of something else. I I can try. I, let me let me go try and get them out. Get the kids out. That might help. They're distracted. If you need time, you take your time, okay? And I think Mina starts to like climb the tree. Uh, if that's okay with you, she's basically yeah. like you. This is hard. If that's what you want to do take this time to think through it um, mm -hmm. <laughs> while the wind is like, you know, whipping around us. Um, but I think she starts to climb the tree to try and <laughs> get the teens out. I think time um, picks up the the saplings that are, are still singing and they they hug them really close. Uh, even though they're still like, you know, complaining and singing and shouting at these children, uh, they're taking this moment to give them a big hug, uh -huh. uh, and then she whispers to them, um, whether they want to join Clippy on the tree, because at the end of the day, it's it's their home, it's their choice. And she wants to be there to support them. Okay. As that scene is happening, um, I think maybe, I don't know, maybe we see like a parallel screen or something with, with that happening. Mina gets up into the tree and we see these three teens. Uh, the one moose one whose head is sticking out of the window. Let me randomly generate two more. Uh, there is an um, electric eel one that's <laughs> randomly generated, and a tamarind. I have tamarind. so many questions about the electric eel. <laughs> you know, they're there. Um, and Mina is going to spend a token to keep someone safe from the difficulties of the world. 
because I think as she's up there, she sees the other two like holding Clippy, like trying to like talk to it and and help it like help the tree. Uh-huh. Um, but Mina sees the storm out the window, and with one big arm, scoops up all three of them and dives out of the treehouse. Um, as the maelstrom uh, rips away the the structure of the treehouse. Ooh. Um, if that's a visual you're okay with. Um, yeah. Basically, she's like, I'm going to save you. This is going to go bad. Um, Badass Mina. Explosions <laughs> in the background while they don't look back. <laughs> Uh, and we see that whole like she's falling out of the tree but but putting her body behind them to like catch them softly on the ground um while you're this is happening while you're talking and saying saying your potential goodbyes to to your sapling spirits um and how how does that go yeah i think um thaim is like desperately trying to to talk to them even though they're they're so wound up about it um and realizes this isn't you know this isn't a good way of saying goodbye um and they're just like frantically looking around trying to figure out what to do when uh she sees Mina just like fly out of this <laughs> house on the tree and uh Thaim almost sees it in like slow motion as Mina uh, has all these three kids under her arm and uh, falls onto the ground and and Thaim like is just super relieved because she she wasn't ready to, to say goodbye um, mm-hmm. yeah and just she rushes over to, to Mina and the kids to make sure they're okay I think they're like grasping on to you too. Um, like some of them are still holding on to Mina, some of them are holding on to you. Uh, we are potentially at a, a time frame where we can have like a final scene to wrap things up. Um, mm-hmm. So if you want to think about ways in which this can lead to that that curtain close, um, if there's any final words or any final visuals or or feelings you want to convey um, we can get that um, yeah. and I think Mina puts a hand on you on on your shoulder as as she sees like the saplings are still still here they're not not gone yet and she says it's okay goodbyes are hard we have to wait until we're ready we have that ability. And I think maybe Clippy like runs up and joins the others at this point. Yeah, they, they all like run into each other and they're all like, yay, you know, like tiny little sapling voices just like mm-hmm. cheering around. Um, and uh, I think Thyme just gives Mina a, a big hug and just says, thank you and you know uh, and it's just like a a bit too emotional to be able to say much more but uh, she conveys um, her feelings 
of gratitude to Mina for mm. for her big hug. Yeah, um, and I think maybe the maelstrom is like receding in this moment. It's it's tearing away from us instead of towards us as it was. Um, potentially having a little bit of anger added to it, but we don't know yet. Um, mm-hmm. And do you think that's a, a good place to close the curtains uh, with this sort yeah. of like comforting after just being kind of scared group hug between all uh-huh. these people? Yeah, I think I imagine the the sun is starting to to set a little bit and this maelstrom is almost like a hurricane shape, you know, mm. just like swirling away in a mass of like angry purple light. Um, but that's a problem for another day <laughs> as it speeds yeah. away into the distance and we're safe for now. Yeah. We can never truly solve a place's problems, but we may be able to ease its pain for a little while. So the scene closes. The end of that journey, that particular part of the journey comes up on the screen. Wow. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was a lot of emotions in there. It was an emotional maelstrom. Yeah. Uh, quick debrief. How are you doing with that? There was a lot of high emotions in that, in, in the end of that. Um, yeah, no. Are you, are you doing okay with that? I'm good. I'm I'm glad Mina. Well, you asked Mina thought of a a separate way of uh dealing with the maelstrom because I think it would have been really really sad to let mm-hmm. the saplings go like that. Yeah. Um, you did you you did that really well. That was really cool. I liked that. Um, it also, even without saying goodbye, hit that hit that moment that we wanted to kind of dwell in the mm-hmm. feelings of, of maybe saying goodbye, but not yet. Um, wow, wow! <laughs> this game did it again. <laughs> oh, gosh, uh, thank you, thank you so much for playing that. That was so much fun. Yeah, um, thank you for playing with me. I, I, I do want to just sit in this moment a little bit longer um, because that was a little a little intense. If there's anything that you want to 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 debrief more about that, um, this is a part where we can do stars, I guess, like the wishes and stars we had. If there was a particular star in this in this session that you want to call back on, um, I think. Um... I think I I like the idea that maybe these saplings will one day be able to find their own home, not because of a particular location, but because they are all together again. Mm, um, yeah. And I think that makes me feel a bit better about the whole emotional part of today because yeah. it, it got... To, to them being reunited again. I like that. That's cool. Uh, my star is definitely like all of the visual things and like cool things you brought to to the <laughs> to the game. Um, you've got a lot of good ideas. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, you too. I mean, I've really enjoyed this. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, once again, thank you so much for for playing. Um, for the listener, I have been Daisy playing Mina. Yeah, I'm Sage, and I've been playing Time. All right, and uh, where, if people want to hear more of your content, Sage, where can people find you on the internet? What what cool stuff do you have to to shill and share with us? Um. Well, since they're listeners of your podcast, maybe they'll they're hankering for some more Wonder Home. I um have a Twitch stream on a Thursday, um, eight p.m. British Summer Time. It's at Steam Sage One, the number one, um, or you can find what I'm doing or updates about it at uh, Sage underscore Steam on Twitter. Uh, depending on when this has come out, we might have wrapped up with the solo adventure I've been doing on Twitch, uh, but you might still be able to see it in the vods, um, or we can always come back to Wonder Home in the future if people want to see it again. Yeah, that's super cool. I do recommend going going checking out streams that Sage does are pretty cool. Uh, we we try and keep stuff. it cozy. Yeah, beans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, beans are our theme. <laughs> yeah. And I, I can also definitely throw some links to those in the episode description today. Uh, ah, thank you. Uh, thank you all again for listening. Uh, I'm glad you stuck around this long and, and felt those feelings with us. Uh, this has been Left Foot Forward, an actual play Wander Home series on the Two's Company podcast. Uh, if you do like the show, uh, I would love it if you subscribed, rated, reviewed us on your podcatcher of choice. That's a really great way to get our name out there. You can even share the show with people you might think will enjoy it. Uh, if you want to follow on Twitter for updates, you can follow the show at Two's Company One. That's the number two, letter S, the word company, and the number one. Or if you would like to personally follow me on Twitter, uh, I am at Days I May. That's D A Y S E Y E M A Y. Uh, I don't post on there too often, but you know I share some cool stuff that I'm doing. Uh, great for the support if you want to follow me there and help build that community I think that's all I've got for now uh, once again thank you for joining and playing this game of Wander Home Sage uh, and to thank everybody out there <laughs> I'll see you all later bye, bye.